Hello. Welcome to Tell Me About Your Dog, a podcast series in which dog lovers talk to me all about their four-legged friends, highlighting the incredible bond between human and canine. I'm Sarah, and I started this podcast because I love dogs. I think they're the most amazing companions anyone could ever have. As all dog lovers know, every dog is different. They all have their own unique personalities and their own unique bond with the special person or people in their lives. Therefore, every story of canine human friendship is different. And telling these stories is what this podcast is all about. I'll be talking to other people about their dogs in later episodes. But to kick things off, I'm going to tell you about my dog. His name is Archie and he's a black and white border collie. We're not sure exactly how old he is, but he's definitely older than five. He could be six, seven, eight, who knows. We adopted Archie in October last year, pretty much by accident, when he showed up in the garden one day as a stray. It was obvious that he'd been mistreated by someone because he was in a bad way and he was very nervous and shy. He was brought to the local pound and when no one came forward to claim him, we decided to take him home with us. Archie wasn't our first dog. For 10 years, we had a Springer Spaniel Pointer Cross called Jake. He died nearly seven years ago, and it was only recently that we'd started thinking about getting another dog. It was one of those things that you keep saying you're going to do, but you keep putting it off. And Archie essentially made it happen by showing up in our garden. So you could say it was him who adopted us. He didn't have the best start in life, but he's been with us for eight months now and he's blossomed into the most amazing boy. It's fair to say none of us can imagine life without him now. My parents, Nolene and Pat, were the ones who found Archie in the garden that morning, so I asked them to help me tell the story. I spoke to my mum at home and the conversation with my dad was recorded on one of our walks with Archie. Hope you enjoy. We're up in the woods with Archie. Yeah. Would you say this is his favourite place? Uh, it's a tie between this and the sofa. <laughs> oh yeah, this is his favourite place. Mine too, Archie. Archie, come on. Oh, he loves it here. He can roam free. No lead, not many humans, only the occasional dog. <laughs> and lots of places to sniff and wee. He'll be okay now as long as he doesn't see another dog. Yeah. Because we know what happens then. He turns tail and runs. <laughs> he's getting better, but he's still very nervy. Mainly terriers and small dogs. Small dogs, yeah. Like small drivers, they're always trouble. <laughs> small car drivers. <laughs> yeah, it's a hangover from his previous life, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know he didn't have a happy one, because we kind of have an idea of the type of people who had him. And he's got scars on his nose and a cauliflower ear. He's been through the wars. The scars were probably as a result of being used as a bait dog or just being attacked by other dogs. He's an old geezer as well. He's at least five, probably six, maybe yeah. more. We don't like, know. We don't know anything really about his background apart we from don't. Here he comes. that he was mistreated. <laughs> <laughs> He's panting now. It's a very, very warm day. Hot <laughs> uh, day of the year so far. We, d- we just basically don't know if he was ever used as a working dog. No, we don't. We don't know if these people got him as a pup mm-hmm. or if he was stolen. But we do know that he was not having a good life. No, he had a- when we found him, 
My mother opened the blinds. It was a terrible morning. It had been raining all night, raining for days. And she said, we seem to attract the waste and strays. I said, why? She said, there's a dog in the front garden. So there he was, this little black and white shape curled up in the pouring rain, trying to sleep on soaking wet grass. So we went out, I was about to bring her to work and then come back home to do my own work. And as soon as I approached him, the head went up and he came over and the little tail started wagging and I pet him, gave him a few pets. And I said, well, look, if he's here when I get back, I'll try and find out if he belongs to somebody who's been lost or dumped or whatever. Long story short, the dog warden found him. I, I contacted a local woman who looks after the animals and uh, nobody claimed him. He was underweight by a couple of kilos. He had fleas, he was starving, he was exhausted and of course very, very wet. When the woman who picked him up with the dog warden, when she, when she got him initially, he just went to sleep in the back seat of her car. Now the rule is if nobody comes forward within five days, after five days, well, if you want him, he's yours. Nobody did come forward. Put stuff on Facebook, put the word out. Discovered he'd been running around the village where we live. Checked all the, uh, the shelters and... Checked all the shelters, yeah. nothing. So The lost said, dogs pages. Yeah, we'd been looking for a, a dog anyway. Which is a funny thing, because our, our previous dog, Jake, is dead. It's over six years now. Yeah, it was six years at mm. the time, nearly. But, yeah, but we'd said, look, we, we want to get a rescue dog. So we said we'd wait. We had a wedding coming up, my nephew's wedding in Dublin. So I said, look, it's not fair to get a dog and then ask somebody to look after it in two weeks' time. So we'll do it when we got back. About two weeks before the wedding. Archie appeared. Archie appeared. So we were looking for a dog and a dog found us. <laughs> and it's been great. So you were the first person to see Archie. So can you just explain what happened? I just saw him out in the front garden. I went to open the blind in the morning before we went to work. And I noticed him asleep out in the garden, curled up in a bow. And it was lashing rain. And of course I said, I think we have a dog asleep in the garden. And he came out to have a look. And he said, ah, look, he's getting soaked, he's getting soaked. So went outside and I couldn't see him from my side of the car, so I was getting into the car. And because we were in a hurry, I said, now don't start disturbing him, just let him sleep, just get into the car. And then I heard, oh, hello. <laughs> uh, hello, you're all wet. What, who are you? Get, get into the car anyway. And I thought we were going to hit him going out. I thought he was going to just follow us or something, but he didn't. The rest is all history. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get a, a good enough view of him. No, Did you I just, just knew he was black and white, but I didn't know what kind of dog it was. Mm. So you were filled in afterwards? Yeah. And when he said to you, uh, when he asked if we could keep him, if nobody uh, came to claim him, what, what did you think? I didn't mind, because I knew at that stage that he wasn't a, a little pup and he wasn't likely to be going around whittling all over the floor. <laughs> Plus, we need we wanted another dog anyway. We had been talking about, it. yeah. And you all wanted them, so. I have to admit, I was actually surprised when he said that you had agreed to it. Right. I don't know. I mean, I know we were thinking about getting a dog anyway, but I just I don't know for some reason I just thought that you would have all these 
doubts or something about where he came from or what he was like? No, sure. I was kind of, apart from Hughes Bonton, I was thinking of him being put down if nobody claimed him, but I didn't want him being put down. (laughs) So were you worried at all about what he was going to be like or did you just kind of get on with it? Really, I thought he was going to be... I knew he was going to be quiet and that, but I, I was worried for him as opposed to us because I didn't know how he was going to react to us and how Ill, how much he was ill-treated or anything like yeah. that. So. Um, so you we went to see him on the Saturday. I think it was a Monday or a Tuesday when he turned up. Uh, but you didn't actually meet him properly until the following weekend when he came home because we had a wedding to go to. Mm. So we had to stay in the pound for a couple of weeks. So when he came home, what were your first thoughts? I felt sorry for him. <laughs> he was all grubby looking and skinny and he didn't seem to know what to do and he kept going in the corner to go to sleep. And I think twice he actually got up, got fright when something had <laughs> yeah some noise or other so yeah I felt sorry for him and I didn't want to go overboard by touching him in case that made him worse so I just yeah. kind of left him alone his teeth weren't in the best condition he had to have two teeth out have two teeth out now his breath still smells like a sewer well you know that's <laughs> that's okay <laughs> we got everything done we got a microchipped uh, got rid of the fleas his teeth as you said taken out and over the course of a couple of weeks, proper nutrition, plenty of love, plenty of TLC, plenty of sleep, comfort, and he'd ride his rain. It's great to see him gradually coming out of his shell because when he got here first, he basically spent a lot of the time sitting on the floor. If uh, you moved towards him, he would tend to move. He basically didn't do much, he was just watching everything. And uh, now, it's part of the furniture. It took a little while. We bought him a dog bed, a nice little mattress, all, all the bells and whistles, you know. New toys and everything. Squeaky toys, a ball, the whole lot. It took him seven months before he used the dog bed. He follows me around like a shadow. So if I'm in the kitchen working, He'll be in the kitchen in his dog bed. If I'm inside on the sofa, he's inside on the sofa. He seems to gravitate towards wherever, the room where the most people are. That's it, yeah. If everybody is chilling out in the sitting room, he'll be in there too. He'll be in there too. It's not just me. I mean, I'm the the one he sticks to most because I'm there most of the time. Yeah. I'm currently under COVID-19, so it's a full house at the moment. Which is great for him. It's great for him, yeah. I never had so much attention. We obviously had a dog before. It was six years uh, before we got him um, did it kind of was it weird for you having another dog in the house again or was it just really familiar just brought everything back slowly <laughs> including the hairs the hair mainly the hairs <laughs> cleaning the floor bringing muck in on the floor for after being out in the garden yeah I'd say you missed it though <laughs> not that part no <laughs> Well, I recall you saying after Jake that you'd give anything to have the hairs back again. <laughs> True. So you got your wish. I did. Although I don't think he sheds as much as Jake did. No. Probably shedding season now. <laughs> yeah. I'd be eating me words now over the summer. Yeah. So obviously compared to Jake, he's very different. 
but you wouldn't want the two to be the same anyway. Mm. Uh, is there anything about Archie that reminds you of Jake? I think they're total opposites. Yeah. The only thing that I would be sad about where Archie's concerned, he doesn't really know properly how to play. And it's obviously because he never did before he came here. Just for a dog now, I think that's sad. Yeah. Should be able to chase balls and things like that. He doesn't know how to play with a ball. No. Which is a pity, but we hopefully we'll get him there because... Yeah. Which is very sad, that says to me. This guy has never had any human interaction. He's never been cuddled. He's never taken for walks. So I got the impression he was just probably in with a few other dogs and surrounded by people who basically didn't give a shit and don't treat them like the rest of us would treat them. They treat them like possessions. He's not a possession, of course. He's part of the family. He's part of our family now. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. We should be running around with a ball. Well, not at the moment, but we still do other things. We're still having great fun. Yeah. That's wonderful to see him blossoming, isn't it? And as we've got to know him, we've learned what he likes and what he doesn't like. Yeah. He loves affection. Yep. Uh, we know exactly how he likes to be petted. Your mother has the magic touch behind the ears. Yeah. He loves sniffing things. Yeah. His favourite thing to do up here in the wood is just to sniff all the plants. I think he was a horticulturalist <laughs> in a past life. <laughs> he may be again. But uh, he seems to have a few allergies as well. Yeah. He was reverse sneezing a lot and we took him to the vet for that, but it, they reckon it's just allergies. Do you think he settled so quickly because he's so brainy? His yeah, colleagues very are very, dog. very smart. Yeah, he did. He's, he's very clever. Picks things up very quickly. You know, I mean, it took him not very long to learn his new name. Yep. If he ever had an old name, I don't know. Probably. Maybe not. But, uh, now basic, it might seem basic to, to other people. So, oh, the dog sits. Wow, brilliant. Give him a, give him a dog award, you know. Give him a Crufts special. Yeah. We're talking about a dog here who didn't really have a good life that a dog and should. Didn't know any of those commands. Didn't know any of those commands, no. He didn't know sit. Didn't know sit, no. But he picked it up quick enough. Yeah, and the magic two magic words walk being one and wood, where we are now being the other. Yeah. He picks things up for you. He even knows what the word chicken means now. Yeah. <laughs> As in roast chicken. We don't have chickens except the ones <laughs> we eat. The one we'll be having tomorrow for dinner. Yeah, so uh, he's very clever. He picked up a lot of things like out on walks that you would teach him, like hang on, cross when you want uh, to cross, cross the road, yeah. stay. Mm-hmm. He's very good at staying. Getting now. better at that now because when I leave the room, he would follow me if I let him. But sometimes it's not possible, like if I'm going out, leaving the house to go somewhere. Well, we don't leave him on his own, except when he's asleep at night. We're all upstairs or whatever. But uh, he's got into the routine now. He knows he's not been abandoned. I don't think he has abandonment issues or uh, what's, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Separation, Separation anxiety. anxiety. I think that's going a bit too far. Yeah. Maybe at the start, but not anymore really. It's just, he just loves the shit out of us basically. <laughs> <laughs> and we love him back. Yeah. So that's something that's wonderful to see. It makes me feel damn good. It's added a new dimension to the family, to the house that we haven't had since our previous dog, Jake, died. People tell you, you know, you know, it's said, oh, just get another dog. It's not like getting up on the proverbial bike when you fall off. 
It's not like changing cars or no. changing televisions or washing machines. Because every dog is unique, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the point of this podcast. I know yeah. that I'm going to get a different story from every person yeah. about their dog. And Archie is not like Jake. No. And we wouldn't want him to be. Jake, for the record, was a sprinter, I believe, a half springer. It's never a term I like, but half springer, half pointer. Half of each of those are 100% crazy. He was a wonderful dog. He had ears like pork chops. He was <laughs> liver coloured and white. He bigger than, bigger, stronger dog than, uh, physically stronger than, than Archie. But an absolute headbanger. He was great fun. But again, all dogs are different. And this guy is, he's not better. He's not worse. He's just different. And we all fell in love with him more or less immediately. He had us as soon as we saw him, you know. From my point of view, actually, you told me about him that we were going to take this dog. Yeah, if I claim. I only saw the pictures that you had taken of him in the garden, Which but you couldn't, very good, off the it? top of his head and how soaked he was, mm-hmm. but you couldn't see his face. But when I saw his face for the first time in the pound, that's, I think that's pretty much the moment when I knew I loved this dog already, mm-hmm. having just met him. Because mm-hmm. then he became a real dog to me. I think we all pretty much just melted when we saw his little face. So everybody, even your mother, yeah, just warmed to him immediately. Yeah. Had to give him a space though. It's, tempt- it's tempting when you get a dog to kind of smother him in hugs and kisses. Oh, of course he wasn't used to that, so it took took a little bit of time. He he would flinch sometimes when you'd any sudden movements. In fact, just this week, I got a little reminder. They're just the two of us doing what we do every day, coming up here and strolling along. And uh, I just idly picked up a pine cone. I went to throw it into the trees as far as I could. I looked, as I raised my arm, I looked, and he was down, squatting down on the ground. As if I was about to hit him, which of course I never would. Why would I? And uh, just a little heartbreaking moment to, to think that. You know, what, what must you have been through to feel that just if you raise your hand, even somebody who now trusts, oh my God, he's going to hit me. But it passed. Like everything else, cuddles. Dogs live in the moment, as you're always saying. They forget, of course. Or rather, they forgive. amazing thing about dogs is they'll forgive anything. But they don't forget. Yeah. They don't forget the pain and the fear. So maybe now, 70% of that fear is gone. So, it's good. Let's walk on. Come on, Archie. That concludes the first episode of Tell Me About Your Dog. I hope you enjoyed listening to Archie's story. Stay tuned for future episodes when I'll be chatting to other people about the dogs they love. You can listen to Tell Me About Your Dog on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you like what you hear, please be sure to hit subscribe or follow. If you want to tell me about your dog, Get in touch on Twitter at TMA Your Dog Pod. Thanks for listening.